Hey everyone, my name's Kyle. And I'm Erica. And you're listening to Bougie and a Beast. Alright everyone, welcome back to our fourth episode. Today we're going to be talking about First Date and not the Blink-182 song. (laughs) So we want to talk a little bit about our first date, but first I want to give a quick plug to our rival podcast, Here in the Void. They actually answered one of the questions that I asked on their Valentine's Day podcast episode. And the question that I asked was about first dates and they gave some really great answers. So make sure you check out episode five, Cupid's favorite podcast of Here in the Void. And Here in the Void is four best friends sharing their views on science, love, politics, life, their favorite Pokemon, and finding meaning in a brave new world. They release new episodes every Sunday, so make sure to check them out. One of the things I really liked about their episode is they were talking about, obviously I asked the question, so I'm a little biased and liking it, but first dates, and Brett gave a really good answer of amusement parks as being a Ooh. first date option, and it kind of just blew our first date out of the water. I mean, Yeah, low key. <laughs> but also, like, can you imagine, like, being, what if it's a really bad first date, and you're stuck in an amusement park with this person the entire day? That's true. It could go one of two ways. Like, it's either going to go, like, so well that, you know, your socks are blown off, or it's gonna go the complete opposite direction you're gonna be in misery for like 12 hours it also reminded me of the episode of the bachelor was it when pete was the bachelor that he went to yeah. an amusement park he went to he went to cedar point that's it the cedar point in ohio and i think i said it then like what if this was a really bad first date and it ended up being bad that for was him, a bad first date for peter yeah. so like imagine like you're on that first date and you're stuck in an amusement park with someone that you thought you were gonna hit it off with and it's just awful yeah that honestly could be really bad but on the flip side it could be really cool yeah but not if it's just a really bad date so i'm really glad i just took you to dinner instead yeah our first date was really an interesting experience yeah it definitely was because (laughs) we weren't alone on our first date which was totally fine but we had uh, some friends with us which i think the best part was we had felicia with us and we invited her we wanted her to come but one of my fraternity brothers dave marzano (laughs) Just we ran into Showed him. In the hall- we ran into him in the hallway as we were leaving, and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" And we're like, "Oh, we're going to dinner." And he's like, "Cool, I'll come with you." And we were like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> we really saw a lot of people on our first date. It actually was in the uh, hotel bar, which was a few a few floors down from where my sorority was having their formal. So it was just like we saw so many people up by the end of our date. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. And then we've been back to that location so many times because that was the go to spot after every fire department and first aid squad uh, dinner dance or gathering we always went to that hotel bar for some reason and that's just where we always kind of got back together and continued to drink that evening so <laughs> it's just kind of funny that that's where our first date was and then we went back and visited that location so many different times yeah we've probably been there upwards of oh gosh 20 30 times maybe it's gotta be because we went there after other other dinner dances that i was invited to not even our squads but right the ones that uh got invited to since i was president of the squad and all these different dinner dances and stuff it was just crazy yeah we've gone back for food in general they have pool tables we went one night i think that was after a holiday party for the squad we went there and that was really fun so just kind of funny that ended up being our first date i remember i ordered the lobster mac and cheese Ooh. 
I don't know if you remember what you ordered. I don't. <laughs> so that's another check in my column. <laughs> I just remember being really nervous. <laughs> Why were you nervous? I don't know. I was like excited, but also like anxious. You know, it's still a first date. Like even though like leading up to our first date, we had been talking for like four months, five months at that point. But I was still really nervous. And then you ended up I trying to down I wanted it to go anyway. well. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> I just wanted it to go really well. I mean, obviously here we are engaged. Didn't go well. <laughs> went horribly. Didn't go well at all, obviously. No, it went really well. I was just a nervous wreck. It seems like the most popular and ideal first date location is always dinner and a movie. That seems to be what people always go for. Yeah, you know, that kind of seems like the most like typical kind of first date because I guess in a way it seems like you know you can have dinner you can kind of talk a little bit but then I guess if it's awkward and you're at the movie you're not really talking anyways yeah that's the thing like how are you supposed to get to know someone if you're at a movie I mean in reality you're not going to actually get to know that person because you're not able to talk in a movie theater yeah you're literally sitting in silence and when you're at dinner chances are you're not really chatting it up too much either while you're eating so it's kind of funny that at least our society always looks at first dates as like oh dinner and a movie dinner and a movie like that's like the easiest thing to do but you really don't get to know anyone over dinner and a movie and you're making a first impression and you're also judging someone for on their first impression and it's really hard to make a judgment and make a first impression whenever you're really not really getting to know anyone unless there's like a car ride leading up to it or a walk to that location you're really kind of like i don't know it just doesn't seem like the most ideal situation. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right going from, you know, maybe the dinner will kind of like break the ice of like the nervous, you know, awkwardness maybe, but then you go right into a place of full silence. So I kind of do get where Brett was coming from saying that the amusement park granted, like as we said, it could go either way, but at least you're in a place where you're pretty much talking the whole time and you kind of have a lot to talk about because you start like going on rides, talking about them, playing games, maybe like winning prizes. Yeah, I mean, or if you want to do something Something a lot more low-key like even going to a coffee shop I mean I guess not right now in the middle of the pandemic but very true going to a coffee shop is a lot better because you're getting something to drink and it's less awkward but at least you can talk right it's not like you're having a whole meal like you're usually just kind of having a you know, latte of some sort and being able to actually just getting to know someone. I think the better dates are the ones that you have right after the first date. Like after our first date, one of the follow-up dates we had was going to Panchero's for the first time. For, for your first time, I was... Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you were a big fan. You were like, we have to go to Panchero's. And you, I mean, you learned that I really enjoyed that restaurant, obviously, because it was something that I was passionate about because I love a damn good burrito. And <laughs> damn obviously... Damn good burritos. Yeah, and obviously you learned that about me, and their queso is phenomenal, and sure. obviously you learned that that was something that I liked, and so you kind of learned something about me, and you got to experience something I enjoyed at the same time. That's very true. Usually, you know, at that point, the ice was broken. In our case, we had been talking for months, and it was much more of like a low-key setting, so I felt like it was just more relaxed and comfortable, and we were able to really, like, actually talk and, like, joke around and stuff. I still remember, like, the exact booth that we sat in. Me too. I- I had, I had Pib. Of course, you have to have Pib when you're there. 
always the queso. I think I have a picture of you taking your first bite of a Panchero's burrito. You do. Yeah. See, and those are, those are <laughs> memories that are made. First dates, the, and I guess it's a little bit different now because of social media and because of dating apps that people really get to know each other a little bit more. That's true. Before the first date, which is great. I mean, because especially if you're going for dinner in a movie, I mean, obviously probably not right now in the pandemic, but if you were going for dinner in a movie, those that first date is just very hard to get to know someone. So at least you're, you're talking to someone before. We just got finished watching How I Met Your Mother. We watched the I was entire about to say this. series. And I noticed like you can kind of see like when the series starts to where it ends, like when the series starts, like it's a lot of impersonal, in-person, like getting to know people, meeting people at bars and things of that nature, specifically for or Ted Mosby but it's funny because like you could see like as they like continue on like it becomes a little bit more I mean not like it is today but relying more on technology yeah and there is an episode where Ted Mosby goes on a first date and he says that he's not even going to look up a girl um, that he's going on the date with so that he really gets to actually know her and yeah. it was really hard for him not to cave because his friends started looking her up yeah absolutely and found out she was like a phenomenal person which is kind of funny yeah. but it's funny because I guess you'd kind of do the same thing like we stalk so social media profiles to learn more about each other before we actually get to know each other so you have something to talk about on that first date which is super funny and it could be really intimidating to see someone on social media before you actually get to know them i mean i obviously i stalked you yeah i mean i took a good look at you <laughs> oh thanks and you didn't run you're welcome no oh, i'm okay. still here yeah i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess the dating world has definitely changed, but I mean, obviously it's just crazy that people don't do that as much anymore. Granted, with the pandemic, you can't do that right now, but right. I guess people are really relying on that, I guess. And I think that also kind of puts a higher expectation on the first date because you're getting to know someone. So now you just want to do something that's going to like wow them. Uh, maybe dinner in a movie is too cliche. Maybe dinner is even not enough. So you're trying to do you know bigger things like going to an amusement park and things of that nature. And that can also be intimidating. Like imagine not knowing like, oh, what are we going to do for our first date? And you're like, I'm taking you to Cedar Point. It's like, oh, this is going to be a full day thing. Right. And I'm going to be stuck with you for hours. What if we run out of things to talk about? Like, what do we do then? Yeah. And, and some people aren't comfortable like being with somebody that new you know for that long too exactly and there's always that awkwardness of eating in front of someone for the first time yeah like i ordered something i ordered lobster mac and cheese because i was like okay this shouldn't be too too messy like i wouldn't have ordered like a burger or anything like that because right. it would have been way too messy to eat in front of you for the first time yeah no, that's true very too. Awkward. That's very true. I definitely, I don't remember what I ordered, but I know it definitely was something easy to eat because I would never want to like look like a slob, <laughs> especially the first time we met. Absolutely. And I don't think a lot of people on that first date really, no one really does like, a, oh, come over and I'll cook dinner for you kind of thing, which right now, obviously inviting people into your homes might not be too great of an idea, but let me tell you, if I was inviting you over for a first date and going to cook for you, I'd make mm -hmm. you something in the Instant Pot. Wow. You would have yeah. to buy one if we were going back in time. That's fair. <laughs> but but now, it is true. We now? have two. So welcome to our weekly Instant Pot segment where we talk about Instant Pot in our podcast. Clearly, this is going to be a reoccurring theme. This past week, we actually purchased a second Instant Pot because they were on sale. They had the Disney Instant Pots on sale at Walmart. So check it out if you have a Walmart in your area. See, I've seen them ranging from anywhere from $30 to $50 on sale. And they usually retail right now. Uh, the re usual retail is around $80. They make were sure you scan it. 
Yeah, scan it on the Walmart not app. Tell you. It'll tell you. Yeah, there wasn't advertised. We just saw it online. No. We scanned it when we got to the store, and it was obviously the cheaper price, so we bought it. But definitely would highly recommend you purchase an Instant Pot and then meet someone and cook for them on a Instant Pot first date. And then you can get two Instant Pots because let me tell you, <laughs> This past week, almost every day, we've used the Instant Pots to cook dinner. Um, we made some really great recipes. And having the two is really nice because you can make a side and a main dish in your two different Instant Pots. Target right now is selling a cart that is great for storage. And I'll let Erica talk a little bit about that because she was really excited to buy this cart. Sure. Uh, so there is a uh, three-tiered cart from Target that is rounded shape and it's kind of near like the bathroom storage area of Target. Uh, comes in multiple colors. We got the matte black to kind of match everything else in our kitchen, but it is three tiered, only $35.99 and it holds both Instant Pots and we flipped that middle uh, like rack of it upside down so that the Instant Pot could fit on the bottom shelf and then we put the air fryer lid of our Instant Pot on that middle shelf, which has come in super, super good handy because the whole countertop now is back open which we love i'm a big fan of counter space kyle can definitely attest to that but it is a really great cart also only for 35 dollars. you can't really beat it and it comes in a whole bunch of colors to match whatever kitchen you have and actually bringing this whole full circle back with uh first dates and dates in general this last past week was valentine's day and kyle made us a delicious at home quarantined date using both instant pots we made so what did we make i'm trying to remember i made a oh i made that bomb loaded baked potato soup phenomenal that was probably the best thing in my personal taste buds that has come out of the instant pot it was really really good and then we also we air fried steak highly recommend an air fryer now we have an air fryer and we also have the air fryer lid so in reality we have two air fryers and two instant pots because our one instant pot can be used as an air fryer but we can only use two and one of each if that makes sense because we don't have it's, it's the same device we just have the air fryer lid for the instant pot but we were able to use a both Instant Pots and our air fryer, whenever we made this, we made really good mashed potatoes. We were going to make them twice-baked potatoes, but uh, the potatoes we had were a little bit small. So we ended up making mashed potatoes, and we made... With broccoli in it. Mm -hmm, with broccoli and cheddar in it. And uh, mm -hmm. what we did is we made the soup, and then we were able to clean the Instant Pot quick. And then we used that to steam the broccoli quickly. And then we were able to add the broccoli into the mashed potatoes. We were able to use our KitchenAid to mash them, and then put them back into the instant pot and then we put the air fryer lid on it we actually baked it to give it that crisp mashed potato crispiness on top with the cheese create a really nice layer and then we air fried the steak we marinated it and let it sit during the day seasoned it and then we air fried it if you haven't air fried a steak it is so good highly recommend you try air fried steak air fried chicken is also phenomenal anything that you think you should be putting on the stove top just put in your air fryer basically yeah, basically we also made a phenomenal ground beef it was almost like a taco casserole i think it was called mexican ground beef casserole was the recipe i would call it more of a taco casserole so good and we only needed to use one instant pot for that and it was simple ingredients rice ground beef taco seasoning peppers tomato tomatoes and then after it was done we added cheese and we added sour cream to it it was so good highly recommend that last night we were able to make baked potatoes and beef tips and gravy right in both the instant pots it was a quick dinner you know 
took less than an hour to make it total. I, I, it was just phenomenal. So obviously, I'm pretty sure at this point, every week we'll reserve a little bit of time in our podcast to talk about <laughs> Instant Pots and air frying. That seems to be the theme. Now, I have big plans for this weekend. I am really excited to make some more cheesecakes uh, and maybe some other desserts. I'm on duty for work this weekend. So luckily, we haven't gotten a duty phone call while we're recording. But also, I'll be at home all weekend in case I get a call. So that means we'll be doing a lot of cooking and baking in the Instant Pot. So really excited to give you some more reviews on things that we've made in our air fryer or Instant Pot. We're also putting together a... We have a couple cookbooks. Um, One of my best men, Matt, actually gave me a really cool cookbook uh, for Instant Pot and air fryer recipes. Uh, And then Erica's bought in cookbooks. We've talked about them in previous episodes. And we have uh, made so many great things out of the cookbooks. But we've also found some really good recipes online. So we're kind of making our own cookbook. Really just a binder of recipes that we're putting together. But I'm thinking that maybe we make a virtual version of this and maybe we can put it on our social media upload it for the fans if you listen to us if you listen to us and this is something that you would enjoy having or looking at let us know we could definitely put it together as we try more recipes we'll put more things together right now we're just getting a lot of stuff between the uh, current cookbook cookbooks that we have and between the uh, recipes that we're finding online we've been finding tons of different things and it's really cool things that you would never think to make like the taco casserole i would have never thought to make that on my own and it's so no, simple but it was delicious and it was easy that was the cool thing it was all one pot which was really nice for cleanup and the I want to say it was two or three nights ago where you made the sesame chicken. That was so good. I also made beef and broccoli. Kyle's been on a roll, honestly. I've been really impressed with all the food you've been making. I made Erica buy me an apron. Yes. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna cricket it. I bought an apron today when I went out. Uh, so Kyle's gonna have an apron so that he's all fancy and legit. And I bought the binder today and everything, so we're gonna start to make our recipe book. Yo, kiss the cook. <laughs> so really excited to share with you some more recipes. We wanna hear about your first date, so please share that with us. We think it would be really cool to hear about some of your experiences, what worked, what didn't work. I remember uh, one of the first dates I really went on, I went to Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. And it was such an awkward date. She totally wasn't interested. It was in high school. Uh, I think it was just like one of those things where like we had a lot of mutual friends and I think our friends were like, you should totally like go out together. It was super awkward. So obviously that was not, a, we didn't go to a movie. We already knew each other though. We were in the same homeroom together and just wouldn't recommend that. No, I wouldn't recommend that restaurant to begin with. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let me say, Ruby Tuesday back in its day was a little bit better than it is now. I guess true. We're talking depending like, on when you go. We're talking like 2008. Yeah, I guess maybe it was a little bit more. I pick you up in my 1998 Chevy Lumina. Wow. Yeah, that it's probably downhill right from there. But <laughs> <laughs> it was just awkward for both of us, and I, I feel terrible. But you know, I think I only ordered a salad if I remember because I didn't know what else to eat. So it was like oh my God. awkward. Don't they have a salad bar? Yeah, I think that's what I got. I just got the salad like bar. Like unlimited salad bar or something? Yeah, and I had like one salad. It was oh super awkward. I, I, I don't even remember much of it. It was literally, we went out to eat and that was it. I remember we also went to Ruby Tuesdays once for my birthday. Because back in the day, Ruby's Tuesdays wasn't bad. They've definitely gone downhill since though. Yeah. Oh my God, big time. So I think that is about it for this week's episode. Talking about first dates and talking about instant pot recipes as we'll talk about weekly. Next week, we'll be back. Um, we're going to have a guest on the show. Be my best man and younger brother travis wolf um, we've invited him to the show so he said he's excited to join us but not on friday because he's closing like supervising closing so good for him wow. i guess i guess he got like some sort of i don't know maybe they're desperate 
He's gonna oh listen God, to us. No. He's gonna be like, you he deserves me? it. He deserves it. So good, good for him. But we're excited to have him on. We'll talk a little about the wedding, what he's looking forward to. Uh, maybe we'll get his opinion on first dates. Uh, he's 11 years younger than me, so obviously a completely different generation. And we'll be able to talk to him a little bit about that. And we'll talk to him a little bit about the podcast that he's been working on as well, which I'm also featured on. It's called What in Ball Nation. There's one episode out now. Talks about sports. I'm the hockey guy. It's the only real sport I watch. So I, I really don't chime in much except for that i know a little bit about football i chime in a little bit when we talk about baseball i just say let's go mets that's pretty much the <laughs> gist of my involvement in that podcast so thanks for hanging out with us this week really enjoyed having you back on episode four of bougie and a beast again if you want us to talk about something have any ideas let us know we would love to hear from you follow us on twitter and follow us on instagram at bougie and a beast and you can go to anchor.fm to check out our podcast page and you can also check us out on spotify on apple Podcasts, and on a majority of podcasting platforms see you next week